Welcome to Let the Ball Do the Work, the proper football podcast with me, Ben Littlemore, Sam Davey. Hello. And the little West Country imbecile that's Ollie Maynard. How you doing? Welcome to Let the Ball Do the Work Christmas finale, as Series 1 now comes to a close. What a series it's been. We've all had a great time, haven't we? Yep. It's been a laugh. Don't sound too enthusiastic about it. We're going to start today by talking about the Milkgate incident at Old Trafford on Sunday. What's your take on the chaos? I find, I find it hilarious. It's it's finally like it's like the old passion of the derbies are back. Is it good in a way to see it back? For the I, bit quite, of I quite like it. I mean, it's it's it, it it seems so juvenile with just milk and water, but you know, remember like old tunnel bus stops we used to get and I don't used know how to be talking about. Feel about it being juvenile, but. I mean, yeah, he was left with a cut when he. But um, no, I, I think it's I think it's healthy. It's it's it kind of creates a buzz for the prem. And the other big games that are going to come up. Who was to blame for it? I don't know. No. I, I think definitely Mourinho. Yeah, of course. But, you know, you've you, ca- you can't... No, you, if you, you know. lose a uh, Manchester derby, you've got to expect that they're going to make noise. Like, right. Even from like, the level of football I played, obviously it's not Old Trafford or anything, but when you like, won semi-finals, like, we smash on the, the, doors, uh, the walls and stuff like that, you squirt more everywhere, you're celebrating a win. As the other team, you've just got to sit there and take that and then say to your players, right, listen to that. So take that, that in, happened, and then next though? time you play them, you you listen to that, and you, that that should motivate you to go and win the game. I'm yeah, really I agree with it. Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought that as they came out of the tunnel at the end of the game was when it all kicked off. No, it's when you Arteta know got. About this? Well, I was going to say a bad word then. Uh, this is uninformed. What happened was they were they were celebrating. They were playing Oasis, playing songs, being really loud in so. there, uh, like confetti, like making loads of noise and shouting. And as as Jose Mourinho was going to do his press conference. He went into the door of the change room and said, can you keep the noise down? Don't be so disrespectful. At that point, Edison, uh, the goalkeeper, j- uh, jumps in, starts having a massive argument with Jose Mourinho in Portuguese. Mourinho reportedly says to him, uh, don't be so disrespectful, who even are you? Again, yeah. leaving himself looking like an absolute tool. Yeah, with his <laughs> And then uh, got, uh, Mourinho was then backed up by the Man United players. They got yeah. into a bit of a fracas. Reportedly, Lukaku threw a bottle. And the stuff was thrown. Which hit... Uh, was aimed aimed for Pep Guardiola and hit Arteta, and all the Man City players squirted uh, milk and water at Mourinho when he came in. Quite rightly. <laughs> yeah, quite rightly. I think Mourinho is definitely to blame. Well, there we go then. His, I didn't his, know that. I didn't. I didn't realise it went that far. His post match interview as well. Did you hear about that when he said it, Man City get all the luck? Man City were lucky. He, yeah, no, I think honestly, it's unreal. He's deluded. I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot, the Man United players would be doing exactly the same thing, wouldn't they? That's, that's, that's why he's a win, disgusting but, human being. Yeah. Onto that interview. That that that's just complete delusion. Yeah, he's an idiot. And the hypocrisy as well of the celebrating thing. He was sliding on his knees against opposition fans when he won the Champions League with Porto. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He doesn't want them celebrating in there. Yeah, then he calls not. them lucky when he has about 28% possession. Man City should have had a penalty in the game for Otamendi being pulled down by Matic. Man United shouldn't because mm. Ander Herrera dived, which he called a penalty. Yeah. Man United were lucky to get a goal. I think they had two shots on target yeah. in the entire three, including the yeah, two well, at the end. Their style of football is a disgrace. They, they were Man, City, Man United were lucky that it was only two one. Yeah. To call it lucky is just a complete delusion. Definitely, I think I, I'm not sure what he was on, but um, I was listening to something that uh, Mickey Gray was saying uh, about the same thing, and he said that the way Mourinho plays football is disgraceful. It is disgraceful. The way he acts is disgraceful. Well, I think Mourinho I should be agree. under massive pressure at Man United. I, I'd yeah. like to see him. The managers are under pressure. He should. You can't go to Man United and play that in an old track. No. no. It's embarrassing. Derby. It's, it's embarrassing. really embarrassing. It is embarrassing, and he's but they, he's. I think City made United look shit. He, he clearly completely feared. Of course he did. Of course he did. I mean, this is Old Trafford. This is a yeah. Manchester derby. City battered him. Imagine that happening under Ferguson. Yeah, 
I mean, it, yeah, it wouldn't it because would. of the type of man Ferguson Mourinho was. Mourinho is not cut out to be manager of Man United. No, it, it's, it certainly seems that way. It's appalling. Okay, back onto the thing as well. In an interview I've got here, uh, when one of the journalists uh, offered or brought up the fact of an FA punishment, out, he said, uh, may punish who, why, I think you work for another club and not the press. Swarmed out of that interview as he well. Is, he is the king of deflecting anything and I think... Everyone's found him out. He's boring. 100%. How you how you've got to just accept them celebrating. You can't do that. Exactly. Especially just, in a big you take game. it on the chin. It's a horrible situation. You think yeah. you motivate yourself. So the next time, go and do more. Yeah. So you don't lose the game. Too many times this season as well is that Mourinho has come across as a whiny little bitch in his interviews and things like that. I'm sick of hearing hearing his. He's got an excuse for everything. Horrible mm. excuses and everywhere the world's against him constantly. Yeah. I'm sick of sick of listening to it. I think I th- you know I, I I don't think I English think football. I don't think English football would be uh, a worse off place without him. To be Certainly honest, be I, is he the know. biggest hypocrite in football? I believe so. hundred uh, percent. Constantly yeah. contradicts himself. Yeah. We're talking about celebrating Constantly. early. There were times you know, when he was uh, second reign at Chelsea. He'd shake the opposition hands ten minutes before yeah, the game he, ended. He's so arrogant. He'd like storm like up before the end of the half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he makes everything about him. He's yeah. so. He's constantly attention seeking. Yeah. percent. Well, back to the derby as well. It, I mean, I'm looking forward to the return fixture now. Yeah, hopefully a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, the Etihad as well. But even then, I think this will like spark up for other derbies. You know, I think there's, I think there's been added a bit of juice into this one now. Yeah. So yeah, to speak. It was a good derby. It was feisty. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've always said that I loved the days back in the sort of mid 2000s, Arsenal versus Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza Gate uh, springs to mind. Yeah, exactly. Pizza Gate was another one. You know, when it, there was a little bit always between Vieira and Keane and people like that, and I I think it it kind of lost. We kind of lost that over the last kind of decade yeah. or so and it kind of disappeared but after seeing yeah. this it's nice that it's it's a bit of an occasion again it's you know you want to tune in and watch it I mean after that period how many derbies did you see where there would be like minimal yellow cards I don't well, think we really no, want exactly. necessarily yellow cards but you want to see I, I, want, yeah, 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 I, want, yeah. I think we saw another side to Man City I think they showed their Correct. skill and their determination yeah, yeah, in 100%. that game and also do you think I think it was a good result for football on yeah. Sunday 100%. I think like, if Mourinho had won that 1-0 and ground it out with 28% possession, I think that would have been a bad yeah. result for football and where it's heading. I think it's a great result for where the game should go yeah. mm. and how the game should be played. Exactly. With Man City winning at Old Trafford. Completely. I, hopefully the, the style of football did. dies out hopefully. slowly over time. It's certainly, yeah. not, well, it's certainly not right for a club like Man United. 100% now. Sometimes if you're fighting for your lives and you need points to stay in the Premier League, yeah. you can play like that. Yeah. It's not great, but as a short-term solution, you can't play like that at Man United, I'm afraid. No, you can't. Under any circumstances. No. Certainly not a home to Manchester City in the derby. No, it's not going to work for you. It's not but it, absolutely embarrassing. You, you're not going to, you know. I mean, if sorry, but if I was a Man United fan, my season ticket would be on the pitch, watching that shit. They got rid. They, they got rid of Van Gaal because he was negative. Um, they were better to watch under Van Gaal than they were oh, under Mourinho. Yeah. Even mm. Van Gaal came out at the weekend and said how boring Mourinho's yeah, style of play is. That's when you know you've hit rock bottom. Exactly. Like, but, but Van Gaal, they had more possession. Their attack team, they just didn't really have much of. Dimension in the final third in terms of creativity. They yeah, were a lot exactly. better than they, they are now in terms of the way they play. No, they're not. Results maybe weren't as good, but they were a better side then. Yeah. To watch. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Marina's taken them backwards. I don't yeah. see. Like Gary Neville came out and said they're moving forward. I think he's just sort of panicking now for the main like, status that he's saying. I don't believe that at all. I don't just, believe they've gone anywhere. It's because it's the name. You've got Jose Mourinho as our manager. So because they've got Jose Mourinho, he's the, he's the Messiah. But would you think this will be. When he does, which I, and I really do think it's a case of when and if he can't go on like this, when he does get sacked, mm. do you think he'll get another job at a massive club? Oh yeah, he works with Mourinho. I yeah. think I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think he should. We do, I think 
by evidence, he I don't think he should. He failed. Like, think, he failed at Chelsea last time he was there. Then maybe he failed at Real Madrid. Maybe with, with the way he's the way he is playing football and what people are seeing, I think people are starting to see through him a little bit, it's which is out. which it's thankfully a dying, is a good it's a dying thing. Breed of football. Yeah, I think yeah. people have said that about Pardew and Allardyce and they're still getting prem jobs, yeah, big jobs left, right, and centre. Not big jobs, are they? Well, well, no, well, well, in, in the same terms. I mean, Allardyce yeah. Allardyce has a track record of being very good at getting teams out of sticky situations. And Mourinho's won the league, and that's what he's you know. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's the level Mourinho should be looking at the way he plays. Yeah, but that's what that's the but exactly, and that's the level that Allardyce is getting. He's mm. getting the level he, you know, he's not getting huge jobs. I don't think Mourinho Champions League job. jobs. I, certainly... I, I wouldn't. Like, I don't. I don't want to see him working at all. But you know that if he leaves Man United, you know, Juve or PSG or something, they would employ him. He's yeah, he'd think, be one I, of the most I employable managers out there. Every team would want him. How I think many, how many jobs to. now until he does lose his reputation? He can't keep. He won't. Lo- he won't lose his reputation. He's. He's. If you think of a football manager. The first person that comes into anyone's head is definitely Jose Mourinho. Pep. People that don't like football, Pep. tell ask from the street, name a football manager. If they don't like football, it would be Jose Mourinho. He's he's almost kind of Alex Ferguson. Well, yeah, they're big names, but I think Mourinho is just a household name. Everyone knows but him then, you and know, knows what he's like. Exactly, but but the back room and and the big cheeses of these big clubs, they don't they, they don't they don't see it from a fan's perspective. They'll see it as is he going to guarantee us? Where, oh, they don't care what style of football he's playing. If he's going to guarantee us top four, or he's going to guarantee us European football. Well, I, I we'll think as, as a top four club, I think it's, the, the style of football certainly matters. Yeah. I completely agree. Him. I completely agree, but I don't think the, the a, hierarchy see it like that. As a player as well, as like a creative player, like all the players Man United were linked with over the summer, they didn't get yeah. anyone. And there's a, there's a reason for that. Yeah. They got Lukaku, but there's there's a reason they didn't get these players. They were linked with like James Rodriguez and stuff. If you're a player like that and you watch Man United go and get 28 percent possession against Ajax in the final, as a creative player, you're not going to want to go to that club. No. You want to be at a club where you're playing football, where mm. you're getting the ball to feet, where you're enjoying your game. I completely you agree. You don't enjoy your game. He has Marshall and Rashford coming back at fullbacks. Yeah. They're doing defensive work like that. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I think it's it's far more enjoyable for the players as well. It's I madness. Think. You yeah. don't see that. You don't see like Messi and Suarez running back to, of course to get don't. back. And that's quite rightly because yeah. what they do, the amazing stuff they do that no one else can do, is in the final third of the pitch. Yeah. So in a game at home to Man City, you should be telling Rashford and Marshall to stay up front. Exactly. And hurt Man City going forward. Exactly. Man City obviously have weakness at the back. Yeah. Shouldn't be telling them to grind back. Yeah. They're at the bloody byline. No, exactly. But but Pep was a massive was a massive force in bringing that inner Barcelona, and that style of football and how you know how good they are now. But you know it's, I think if people start using that tactic, you know. What a game it would would have been if Mourinho had tried to beat Pep at his own uh, at his own game. But I'm scared. It's fear. It's yeah, fear the way he doesn't that because he knows he's not capable of doing that. Yeah. Next up is Ollie's lower league roundup. Who are it's Ollie's lower league roundup? Over to you, Ollie. Yeah, we're going to start off uh, at Plymouth. As always. Yeah, uh, crucial game. A uh, bit early, but I would say it's six pointer, and we did get the win. Just about. Yeah, just about scraped it. Uh, we won two one against Gillingham, so we now move up to twenty second, which you know riding high. Uh, it's actually been for a while, hasn't it? It has been, yeah, and it it means only goal difference is keeping us in the bottom four. So it's kind of a good platform to kind of go into this congested period. That's right. So, so yeah, um, goals from Grant, you know, he's, he's absolutely born it. Right. Ever since I said he's a such a good player, he should be scoring more goals. He's scoring more goals, so Looking Grant... a coaching job, are you? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that Grant listened to the podcast. They need a new goalkeeper coach. And, yeah, oh, 100%. Uh, we'll get into that. Or a but, fitness coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Diago Aragas got the other goal his first goal for our goal and Kerry got the assist of course he did he's got to be involved somehow and the returning Ryan Taylor who we've been missing for so long we need him back and you know he contributed to the win uh, we got Rotherham away on the weekend which I'm not too optimistic for they're a good little team Yeah. but you know if we can scrape a point out of that I just think you kind of want to 
negative Mourinho. Well, are you, I mean, when you're at the bottom four, you can be not the top four. But I just think we kind of got to like take everything as it comes and just try not to make the gap as big as it was. Mm. Try and keep it close. But yeah, interest of League One. Uh, goals galore at Bradford. Uh, they beat uh, Rochdale 4-3. And four of those goals came in the last five minutes of the first half. It's unreal. Mm. But, yeah, and the other one we've gone, Wigan have gone four points uh, clear at the top after beating Fleet with 2-0 and a pretty routine win for them. But I can't really see anyone beat knocking Wigan off the top with Shrewsbury slipping. Uh, moving on to League Two, it was a top of the table clash as first played second. The Leeds versus Notts County. And obviously in these top of the table clashes, ends one all. Shola Ramiobi, big Shola. The big man. <laughs> Rolling back the years. So yeah, um, you know, it was it, it seemed like a good game, but you can't really see many highlights on the championship roundup or League Two roundup because they only have like thirty seconds. Looked like a good game. Do you mean the the TV program. Yeah, yeah, on Channel 5. It's like a good game of 30 seconds. Yeah, you can't really tell, can you? But, and then the other story I've gone for, promoted Lincoln, who promoted this season, moving to the playoffs with a 2 0 win against Struggling Oval. So I'd like to see them do well. You know, it's nice to see Cali Brothers. Stories like that. Yeah, Love good lads. Cali Brothers. Good lads. Yeah, it was a good little week for the Football League and big up Argyle. That was my lower league roundup. In our next topic, in the festive times we're in, we are discussing the prospect of a Christmas break. Would you be behind bringing that in in this country? No. Uh, absolutely, I would. Really? Mm. No chance. I would miss the Christmas fixtures so much. I absolutely love yeah. all the cr- football played around Christmas. Yeah, it's great, but, you know... It, it Can it really affect them that much? They no. only get about 10 days off. It's, like, it's like an international... It only works out they get, like, 13 days off or something in, like, Spain and stuff like that. Yeah, we remember, can't blame everything on that. Yeah, but listen, right, if I was a footballer... If I was, I'm also looking at their, oh, their perspective. Oh, give give up Boxing Day, give up Christmas. You get paid hundred thousand pound a week to have the best job in the world. Yeah, you literally yeah. live the dream. Yeah, you've got loads of money. You do something you love every day. I, I also, give it up. I also, I also think it's it, you've got the Champions League games straight after Christmas as well. I think no, that you is, haven't. I, Champions I, League games aren't start till February. Okay, yeah, but I do, I do still think that it's you know there's a big difference between having a ten games to recover. And then playing three ten games. games? Th- sorry, ten days to recover and playing three games in those ten days over Christmas. They're going to be knackered. If you I go in, that's that, that, rotate your squad. Look at the squads it. that Premier League clubs have got now. Rotate why them. not just take ten days off and happily take two weeks off for a shitty international break? Well, that that's a different issue. I'd scrap that personally. But yeah, so scrap the, the international breaks and give them a Christmas break. I don't. But I'd, 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 I like it. I like it. I like it. Like it that, I think, that we've I got can see both sides of it. I can see I the fact what you're trying to say is the fact that obviously it's congested Christmas mm. and you know but all you're but doing if you don't f- have them is just congesting it somewhere else but football's full of fans and I don't and fans get annoyed when you get one weekend off for the international break so imagine having the whole of Christmas off and not playing that would just be killer like it wouldn't though it, it, it would it would it would, it would be yeah, so 100%. bad 100%. I hate it I love I, that's one of my favourite things about Christmas all the football that's on yeah, it's brilliant it's I love waking up on Boxing Day and you've got a whole day of football midweek I love it honestly all the football around Christmas like just sitting in while it's cold outside watching all the football it's brilliant but I, I think like I think we said like the Champions League does start again in February and most of the, the other countries come back at the mid-Jan start of Jan exactly uh, but I, I think it kind of comes in two ways. You can, you can well, look at it got, as, obviously... If you've got that long to recover, as professional footballers, if you've got that long, if the Germans have got that long to recover from whenever their their break starts and when it finishes, that's a long time. It's about 12 I've, days. I've but looked at, yeah, but 12 days is a long time. Yeah, but that if gets, you're playing four games in those 12 days, yeah, but that's, that's, that's a massive difference. But then fixtures just get congested in. When we've got weeks midweek off, they're playing midweek every week after Christmas the, the because pro- they've got to get them fixtures back in. The problem is, is the we, with the we breaks, m- midweek games every other week anyway. 
But not after Christmas, there'll be a, week, a lot of weeks where there's Spanish games in midweek and there's not English games. Yeah, the way they do it is they have a, they have a winter break in France. Out. However, um, the English league is the first league to finish out of all of them. That's the problem with it. It's not the fact that there's a Christmas break. If they elongate the when the Prem finishes, because most uh, uh, leagues finish end of May, we finish at the start. That's the problem. That's what. That's where you get the congestion. It's because we finish. We're the first. Yeah, but if we're, talk, if we're talking about it in terms of effect in England, then that's surely that's going to be worse of an effect if we're playing right up to the tournament. But they have. To be fair, they have looked at it. Uh, Premier League chief except he has said that they have tried. But unless somebody is prepared to give something up, it is pretty hard. We are not inclined to reduce the number of clubs in the Premier League. Uh, and then he scrapped the League Cup. Well, they, he said this. Similarly, the Football League don't want to lose the League Cup as it's a huge source of funding for the Football League and it's a big it's solidarity playing between the leagues. And as for the FA, they don't want to give up replays in the FA Cup. So they've, they've, they've looked into it and, you know, because we're the only major league that doesn't have one. So it's been looked into. But I think you've got, you got, got to understand that, obviously, uh, there's a lot of games in Christmas. I'm not denying that. However, you've got to understand that football is for the fans. Isn't it? It's, it's about time the fans got it, something. It, exactly. Like, get so, anything these days. and I, I, a lot of football fans, they say they don't. I don't think fans want another Christmas break. They don't want oh, international brilliant. breaks. Fans, you know how well publicised it is on social media when there is an uh, international break. How much people say, oh, no, no bad, like no football. There would be no football on if we didn't have an break. No, even not even international football. But There's the nothing. Is, but the fact is, we don't. We, if if we could take out international breaks and give us a Christmas break, I'd do it. Every day of the week. But if you take out international breaks, why do you well, need? You don't person? need international breaks. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I agree. For like friendlies, that's, that's but yeah, rid- that's ridiculous. But, but why does that mean you'd get rid of the Christmas break? Should you just spread the games out more over Christmas? Yeah, I, 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 I see both sides of it. I, I just think I don't think it's. I don't personally don't think it would be a bad thing if we did do, have. Do a you Christmas think break. the reason that teams? One of the reasons the teams are unsuccessful in Europe is because we don't have a Christmas break. I don't think so. I don't, I don't. I don't think it helps. So it's not the be all and end all, but I, I don't think it helps. I don't think it has a difference. I mean, the amount were, of time we were successful in yeah. Europe, we still never had a Christmas break. Yeah, we still don't have Christmas breaks when we were getting yeah, teams it was in the a Champions long time League ago finals. We were dominating. Well, no, in but Europe. no, from 2012 to like 2005, we had a team in the final every year, but one. Yeah, but I, 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 I think it's, it's just the an whole excuse. concept. If it's not fit, if it's not broken, don't fix it. There's loads of other problems with English football. That that's not that's just an yeah. excuse. That's just a paper over the cracks. No, I don't think. I, I, I think it's you know, it, to be to be honest, it doesn't bother me either way. If if they get bringing a Christmas break, great. If they don't, I'd be gutted. You wouldn't I miss would watching Bristol fuming. City over the Christmas period. No, not really. It's brilliant. I, but I, I, I enjoy watching Bristol City every every week. There's not Christmas. So do I. So but every, it's Christmas, it wouldn't bother me. Boxing Day, whether it's Christmas or not, I don't it care. It adds to it. It's brilliant. I don't think it does. I, I, I go and watch my team pl- to play. I don't have it in my head that oh, it's Boxing Day today. It's going to make it any more. So when your team's not playing, it's not going to be great, is it? It's a bit yeah, annoying. but you, you prefer watching them than them not playing, don't you? Well, yeah, but it, so it, you, the... you would still you still go and watch the same amount of games each season, don't you? It doesn't yeah, matter. But to then me. It's, you've got a big massive gap without watching it. Well, you got to understand. It if, there was, to me. if there was, it does a, massively to me. Well, as a uni student, as we are uni student. When I go back home, there's no if there's a Christmas break. I can't watch Plymouth. How am I going to watch Plymouth? Maybe that's a good thing, but well, I'm it's a different well, issue. I, th- I think you need to. I think you need to get back a bit more, mate, because um, I've, I've been here and I've been to at least I don't know at least eight low. home games this season. Funds are low. Do you think yeah. it affects England? Um, Funds are low, mate. I don't. Excuses, excuses. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it should be implemented at all. I don't think it needs to. So like, I don't think it affects anything. I think. Everyone's as you said, it's still the same amount of games. It I, it doesn't tire people out because if anything, when it comes to the Champions League games, the 
English teams can be more match fit. They might mm. they might still be t- a little bit tired because they played more games. However, they they match fit. They're they're on it. You know, a week a week out playing football is a, quite a long time. If you're not playing, you know. So, th- I think it kind of it balances. I out, think the really. only people that want it brought in is the footballers and is from and the managers from a selfish perspective because they want Christmas off. Yeah. In terms of football as a spectacle, I think there's no reason to bring in a Christmas break in England. Fans aren't calling for it at all. Absolutely not. Next up is Sam's Championship Roundup. Sam's Championship Roundup. Thank you very much. This is my Championship Roundup, and today we start with Bristol City. As always. Thank you very much. Yep. And what a win it was. Friday night at Bramall Lane against Sheffield United. Absolute oh, scenes in the Spitfire pub. It was, Mel. I, I went a bit mental when, we, when Big Aidan Flint knocked home a, what was a striker's finish. To, to win the game for us right at the end there. Um, fantastic win for us. We stay third in the championship, four points behind Cardiff, um, which, you know, isn't particularly... It's not particularly encouraging, but, you know, I think Cardiff might eventually fall off. They got a bit lucky against um, Reading. We've beaten them once beaten them once already this season at home. If we can go to their place and get take three points there, that would be massive. So, um yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we can do there, and uh, hopefully we just need to keep up keep up our good results. And I think you know, good things may come to us. So, Absolutely. well done to us. Well done. Uh, moving on to uh, Hull, Nigel Atkins has taken over there. Um, a bit of an odd appointment after the whole Leonid Slutsky thing. Yeah, um, didn't work out for the Russian. No, it didn't at all. Um, but you know, I th- I think a lot of Hull fans would be it would have been a little bit um, skeptical of Nigel Atkins coming in. I think he's a you know he's a little bit of a I don't know, a bit of an odd appointment for Hull. I, I think when uh, Slutsky was, was sacked, I don't think I saw Nigel Atkins to be the man to come in to replace him. But, um, yeah, first game, first game, he's done well. 3-2 win over Brentford. It's their first win in 10 league games. So, uh, fair play to him. They're 18th in the league, though. Not looking good for Hull at the moment. Absolutely so, not. hopefully, uh, for, for their sake, Nigel Atkins can turn things around. And then, uh, finally, moving on, uh, we have Norwich City massively underperforming. Daniel Farker is under quite some pressure there at Norwich. I would have I would have expected them to be somewhere hanging around the playoffs at mm. this point at the beginning of the season. I'm I'm a little bit shocked to be honest. That's about, the Avenue Norwich. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit shocked to be honest about uh, how poorly they are actually going at the moment. But um yeah, it was a good good uh first league win in six games for them on on the weekend, a three one win over Sheffield Wednesday, who were also struggling and uh Carlos Carvajal could be seeing his job taken away from him in the next couple of games if they're not careful. So no, yeah, nice that was my championship roundup. Thank you. Name the lineup. Hi, I'm Alex and this is Name the Lineup. This week we're going for something a little bit different. Ooh. Instead of cup finals, it's gonna be nice and festive. And go for Boxing Day results. Yeah, the day after Christmas, very festive. Day after, <laughs> day after Christmas, indeed. Back in 2016. Ooh. So, Ollie, your minute. Start in a second. But your, your team. I'll tell you what, first. if I got 11, that would be very impressive. Yeah, your team first. Oh, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm winning. Right. Craig's going to be mine. Your team is the Arsenal team that beat West Brom 1-0 on Boxing Day last year. Last year. So, in goal, you probably would have had check, I imagine. Um... Basic Arsenal team, Bellerin, last year, last season, yeah. Yeah. See, the problem is, it's probably like bad. They do like to rest people, don't they? Kishani, um He probably would have been injured. Let's just get the, the people who probably would have played. Giroud must have played. Sanchez. 
Who would have played? Oh, can I name three more people? How long have we got left? Uh, you got about 15 seconds. 15 seconds, okay. Um, Ramsey. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm actually putting him in. I can't believe I'm doing that. Um, um, oh my God, this is... Five seconds. <sighs> That's that. Yeah. Right. I struggle with the centre mids then. I struggle with the centre mids. Right, well, you got? Uh, I've got check and goal. Yep. Bellerin. Yep. Mustafi. Uh, nope. <sighs> Kishelny. Yep. Monreal. Monreal came on. Uh, uh, Gibbs at left back. Ramsey. No, Ramsey, no. He's probably came on as well. Brilliant. Coquelin. Yep. Oh, Wilshire. No. We would have gone alone, wouldn't we? What am I doing? Um, Ozil. Yeah. Giroud. Yeah. Sanchez. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Solid. Yeah. Not too bad, but I think Ben will, Ben last season he'll, he'll do well, I think. I'm sure you wanted to hear the team, didn't you? Yes, actually, that'd be, that'd be smart. Right, checking goal. Yeah. Bellerin. Yeah. Gabriel. Yeah. Shelney. Yeah. Gibbs. Yeah. Coquelin. Yeah. Xhaka. Oh, yeah. Iwobi. Okay. Uh, there's no one I'm really missing out on, really. I think I put down like a basic team. I mean, Wilshire's a bit of a silly one, but you know. Let's uh, hope I get that crate. We've now got Sam in the studio, and uh, his team are a Man City team that beat Hull City 3 0 away uh, last year on Boxing Day. Okay. Interesting. When's my time start? You can start now. Okay, I will start now. Right. Um, okay, I'm going to go with Claudio Brava. Um, uh, who's playing right back for him last season? I can't bloody remember. Um, uh, let's go, uh, Silva, um, Otamendi, um, uh, Mangala, maybe. Um, was, uh, 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 Zabaleta, um, Aguero, um, who's in midfield? Uh, who played from last season? Um, uh, struggling. Got ten seconds. Right. Um, Sterling. Um, and I don't even know if Sani played from last season. And that's I can't that. Remember. Right. So who you got? Uh, it's Bravo. Yep. Uh, David Silva. Silva. Yeah, he did play. Uh, Otamendi. Otamendi. Yep. Mangala. No, not Mangala. Zab- Zabaleta. Zabaleta. No. Uh, Aguero No he, must, he would have been rested Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling Yep Did play Leroy Sané Leroy Sané Didn't play No Alright well it's a better cool. show In the last week Better show in the last week Yeah and To be fair They have they have made a couple of changes Did they The team was It was Bravo in goal Yeah Sanya At right back Oh I wasn't sure If Sanya was still there Otamendi and Stones Together at centre oh, half yeah. okay. Clichy left back Oh yeah Fernandinho Yaya Toure Oh, I was going to say yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, think Raheem Sterling, played. David Silva, Nolito, and Kevin De Bruyne. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm. yeah. There's a few changes there, isn't there? There are a few changes. Uh, yeah. Again, not, I'm I'm happy with that than zero. The not, zero I got last week. Not a dreadful show. Not right. not too well, bad. See you later. All right, cheers, mate. Right, and finally, we've got Ben in here, and he's got the Leicester team that lost two 0 to Everton last Boxing Day. His time starts now. Jesus, right? Schmeichel would have been in goal, surely. Simpson. Um, I'm going to go Huth Morgan just because I'm playing it safe. Fuchs, 
don't know if Chilwell would have played. They had that Hernandez guy in. I don't know whether he might have played, actually. I think Morgan might have been injured. Right, move on. Uh, last season, yeah? Yeah, last season. Drink water. Uh, Albrighton. Mares. Oh, indeed, he came in January, didn't he? Mendy, I'll go. Then Vardy. I'll go Okazaki. You got 10 seconds. Oh, I don't know what's going for Mendy. Who else played centre mid? Daniel Marty. I'm going to go for King instead of Mendy. Could come back to bite me in the arse. Right, I've got 11 that. down. That's that. you got 11 down. All right. Okay, so who you got? Schmeichel in goal. Yep. Danny Simpson. Yep. Huth. Nope. Damn it. Morgan. Yep. Fuchs. No. Oh. Albrighton. Yep. Drink water. Drink water came on at half time. Brilliant. Cheers. King. Yep. Mares. Sure. No, Mares also came on after 64. Vardy. No. Okazaki. And Okazaki did also play, yeah. You've done me over there, haven't you? Done you over. I mean, look, yeah, they were clearly doing rotating massively. Well, yeah, they they were rotating massively, but how do you know theirs weren't? Oh, I bet they weren't. We'll see. Stitch up. All right, the results are in. The boys are back in the studio. In third place was Sam with fourth. He had Man City who beat Hull. That's an easy one. <laughs> in second place is Ben yes, with six. that's a crate. And Ollie in first with seven. That's a stitch up. Thank you. That's no, it would have been a stitch up if you had so my one. I had low. Arsenal. My whole team was rotated. Oh, mine was seven. Literally, my whole team had Leicester. I had Leicester, yeah. Vardy didn't play. The deepest squad, Mares do didn't play. Uh, drink water came on. Didn't play. Mate, they're the champions. They had like a Marty and people like that playing. Uh, but they don't have a deep squad. There was a left centre back. Many to choose from. Yeah, strong, strong with dark fruit from both of you, please. Huh? Strong with dark fruit from both of you. Well, Ollie's won it, but it's a Thank controversial you. end. Uh, Celebrations from Ollie. Isn't I mean, that a lot difficult? difficult? What one did you get? Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal Man City, Leicester. How well, has that happened? I'm sorry, if, you know, like if he got Arsenal. They had Gabriel playing. Yeah, man, think of them. Got Cochrane. His his back. his was the easiest one, I but Arsenal easy. have rotated their team. They had Gibbs, Cochrane, uh, Gabriel. Who else did they have? No, mate. Some, ben, I, I see a lot of tears and not enough dark fruit. So, well, what do you, you want me to do? Yeah, Teleport. Pull out for asses. Yeah. I mean, you should have known you were going to lose and brought it with you today because I was always winning this. Let's be honest. Well, show some respect, or you have Mourinho knocking on the door, <laughs> lobs some milk at him. Congratulations, Ollie. Well done. Thank you. You absolute tosser. <laughs> That was the name of the lineup. Stop talking fucking shit, Ollie. You're talking absolute bollocks again. Now we have Don't Talk Shit, where Ollie talks for a minute without interruption and just splurts bollocks mostly. This will be the last one of the series, so take it in, soak it up. Ollie, yep. over to you. Uh, as this last one of the series, I will be calling out some companies GBK, Shrimp and Burger, Five Guys. I'm calling you out. These places. When you order a burger, you have to order chips on the side. They don't come with the meal. That's what I'm moaning about this week. Burger, everyone loves a burger. It's probably in everyone's top five favourite foods. Chips come with it. It's burger and chips. When they're putting an extra £2 on for normal chips, you know, sweet potato fries, curly fries, you know, I can stand by that. They're a little bit more expensive, a little bit more fancier. But the normal chips, when you've got to pay an extra £2, like, when you order a burger at any other restaurant, the chips come with it. It's a meal. If you go to these places, you'd literally just get the burger. It's wrong, it's disgusting, it's got to stop. Normal chips should be free. 
hundred percent. That because I, I went Trimmenberg. If you just order the burger, what's that? That's nothing. Not even garnish. You don't even get garnish. You generally just get the burger. That's that's. I'm just gonna leave it there. Let's let the time go out. What do you think on it? You got to agree with me. I think it's a real shit end. Don't talk shit to be honest. You're a fucking skinflint. Um, what some what if you don't like chips? chips? What if you don't like chips? Well, well, what, so you got to pay for sides. Well, you? Nando's? It's you burgers. Pay, no, because a burger Nando's goes with meal, chips. Burger and you chips. Still got to pay extra for it. No, because that comes yeah. as the meal itself. This goes. You, extra for it. you just go for the burger. You go. It's a burger. That's well, it. It's a bang. fucking stupid argument. It's not because you you should get chips for free with a burger. You get it. You get it. Weatherspoons. Yeah, because Weatherspoons is a shithole. It's not because Weatherspoons does it right. Any other burger chain, any other pub, it's oh. burger and chips. You don't pay any extra. It doesn't go. You have this quality burger, burger and five and if is you, incredible. It's yeah. not that good. It's and lovely. if you if you want a fresh two pound, you can get normal chips. This has angered me. That it's been such a yeah. It's angered me too. It's angered me too. To Make chips normal. Share. Make chips free. 100%. Why do you not like chips? Well then, why do you want a burger then? Why do you want a burger? Then? Because burger you like goes a burger. With chips. It's chips and burger, mate. It's a burger and chips. It's chips and burger. It's burger and chips. What are you talking about, Ollie? Chips should be free. With a burger at Five Guys, GBK, and Shrimp and Burger, all these places Classic. like that, hundred percent. Why? Because it's it's a meal. You go for a meal. You're not going for a burger. And why? How? It's not why, a fast why are you food why are you judging that? Why can't someone just go for a burger? Someone might not be that hungry. They might want just a burger, a fancy you burger. Well, then Thanks. say, could I get my burger without the chips? Like chips. Then, I reckon and then you're paying the same amount, right? So I reckon you're not that's a, chips, that, that is a minute amount of people. More people want chips with their burger and don't want to pay extra than people that don't want chips with their burger. Hundred percent. Your, 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 your point is bring the price, bring, bring the price of burgers down. Then, if that's your problem, yeah, I don't. That think makes that a lot more sense, doesn't no, it? Make the chips free. No, chips. don't make the chips free. Make the chips normal chips. I'm not saying curly, all chips because sweet potato and curly fries. That's a little bit of effort. Normal oh, chips. You're boring. Normal chips for should be free. So, sorry about the poor endings of Don't Talk Shit. It wasn't yeah. even shit, it was just... Drivel. Seasons, greetings, one and all. It's the Christmas period. Oui. Goodwill to all men. And we're gonna, we're gonna, and we're, Don't make this a sexist issue. <laughs> Come on. <coughs> Political correctness gone mad. Um, <laughs> right, we're going to do a Christmas roundup. Yeah. Talk about everything Christmas, everything we love. I'm so excited. Don't we, Ollie? Me. First up, favourite Christmas song. Sam, enlighten me. It's got to be. There's only one winner for me. Fairy Tale of New York. It's a great song, but you're, you're dismissing a lot of classics. Yeah, it's great classics, but it's the it, Band Aid 1984. Feed the world. No. It's brilliant. It's a great song, but it's, it's a great cause. It's, it's, it's a great cause, great song, but no, it's Jonah Louis, Stop the Cavalry. It's a, again, it's a very good song. Wish I was at home for Christmas. They're all great songs, but the one song that, as soon as I hear it and I know it, gives me a little bit of a Christmassy tingle is Fairy Tale of New York. Fair play, Ollie. Favorite Christmas song? Perfect, Ed Sheeran. Ollie, you're I'll ask you again. Just ignore him. Don't, don't. You're just gonna encourage him. Ollie, favorite Christmas song. It's Perfect, not funny. Ed it's not funny. It's not because it's a Christmas song. It's not. It's released as a Christmas song. It doesn't mention Watch Christmas. Watch the video on it. YouTube. It's not a fucking Christmas song. Next year, no one's gonna be singing that at Christmas. Well, no, because they all sing that same old shit they have since the 1980s. Can you give me one of them songs, please? One of the same old shit ones. Please. All right, so what we're we doing? Wait. So what's the definition? The, the it's song, got to mention Christmas, Christmas in it. Song. It's got to mention Christmas yeah, well, in it. Is that not what you said, Ollie? I said that. My favorite song to listen to at Christmas is Perfect Edition. Ollie. Fuck off. It wasn't out two years ago. Just give me your favourite Christmas song. Okay, my favourite Christmas... Mm. 
I don't really have one to be honest. I don't have a favorite Christmas song. Uh, Driving home for Christmas. There you go. It's great Christmas. It's a great. What, it's a great what, song. What, Chris uh, what a horrendous song that is. It's a great song. Chris Rea at his best. Absolutely, well done, Chris yeah. Driving home for Christmas. Right. Please don't play that. Favourite Christmas film? Sorry, have you said yours? I want to know what your favourite film I said, I'll give you three. Fairytale in New York, Band-Aid, 1984, Feed the World, and Jonah Lewis Top Recovery. I find it hard to separate them. Oh, okay, fine. I didn't realise. I thought you were just giving me options. No, fine. sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all great for Christmas songs. It's, it's a great time of year. Yeah. Uh, Christmas film are we on now? Yes, we are. Okay, well, this one could be a little bit of a controversial one. Um, my favourite film is The Polar Express and it's it's, 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 it's not the greatest madness. Christmas film in, in terms of content and things like that um, because Elf is up there as well Elf I, is I incredible it's between The Polar Express and Elf but there was one Christmas where I watched The Polar Express from the 1st of December every night till the Christmas day and I loved it what a sad and, December that was and, and uh, yeah so I, I love The Polar Express but Elf is very 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 close behind if not level so Ollie what's yours? Elf Die Hard Ollie, just give it That's a Christmas film. film. It's, it's set not. on what Christmas did you just Day. Say? Die Hard. You're a fucking idiot. When's Die Hard set? Christmas Day. What's in it? Snow. It's a Christmas film. Thank you very much. And that's what Christmas it because it was on Christmas Day that it happened. So I'm having that one. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas film. You're a fucking idiot. You, you, what were you saying? What was the phrase you said just before this? What? Merry Christmas. Oh, you filthy animals. What's that from? Don't know. Oh. You do know. You're just pretending to be stupid because you think it's funny. Generally, don't know what that is from. I saw it on Home Alone once. Right, so that's where it's from then, that isn't it? Off, you fucking take idiot. Shit in it and put it back on your head. So I'm we'll say Home it. Alone for Ollie. I'll say Die Hard. We'll say Home Alone for Ollie. Yeah, cheers, Ollie. Um, Home Alone, great film. I that would again. Home Alone one and two are classics. Yeah, but Elf for me yeah, just with, edges it. Yeah, Elf is just yeah. brilliant. That scene in the department store when he's fighting yeah, with Santa Claus. It's amazing. It's just incredible. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I absolute I can, Christmas yeah. cheer. To be honest, I can't separate Polar Express and Elf. They're both on the same level. Can I can I ponder you for your favourite Christmas food? Ooh, yeah. Christmas food. Hmm. There's a lot to choose from, isn't there, at Christmas? There is indeed. We're all a bunch of fat bastards over here. Um, mm, I love sausage meat stuffing. I don't really have that in my house. I sausage really. meat stuffing. You have it You have it with your Christmas dinner. I, I, you I, get, I don't really eat stuffing. but You get like sage and onion, which obviously the onion ruins it. We, we both agree on that one. But sausage meat is absolutely delicious. And it's, it's a, a Christmassy, festive time of year thing have it with a bit of cranberry sauce wouldn't have off all myself I'd, I'd go for pigs in blankets or roast ham ham oh, yeah I Ham's love a, a nice tender one. ham because turkey let's be honest it's not that nice but it's lovely to have it because of the season yeah like we'll have a bit of turkey but it's dry it's just dry chicken yeah it's very dry ham is just unbelievable it's yeah, cooked nice ham. and tender but yeah. pigs in blankets as well are an absolute favourite yeah one. I do love pigs in blankets but Holly Archimance pie quite nice with a bit of cream yeah, yeah, cream it's the first and intelligent or you know decent thing you've said this this Christmas. Christmas. Cheers, Ollie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Ollie, for not pissing about that time. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> piss about Die Hard Christmas film. Ollie, just move on, twat. Favorite Christmas drink? Well, I mean, you yourself have is introduced. I, I me introduced to this. One. this uh, have you ever had a snowball, Ollie? A snowball. Drink snowball. If you haven't, you need to because oh, be this impressed. might change you. You might I'll give him a snowball and he'll love Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's, it's that sort of drink. What's in it? Advocar and lemonade. Have one of them while you set up the tree. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not setting up the tree this year. Well, it's an example. I think everything's so lit. It's lovely. It's it's kind of like a what's it? Kind of like a eggnog. A, it's kind of an eggnog mm. thing. A bit of a custardy based type of drink. A little bit, you know. It's lovely. Honestly, it's quite thick. It but tastes put like a bit of lemonade in it. Mixed together, it's absolutely. And the secret ingredient is Christmas. It is. Yeah. It tastes a little sprinkle like of Christmas. Christmas. It's brilliant. Yeah. 
I think a bit of I, do you know I think you would disagree with me here but a bit of uh, a nice little sprinkle of cinnamon wouldn't go amiss on the top of a snowball I think it would be quite nice so I certainly have Heston Blumenthal way to go about it but if that's how you feel thanks favourite Christmas game Ooh. game to play with the family around Christmas time what do we enjoy Oh, that's a tough one I, I mean, play Risk <laughs> Risk mm. I've never played that one family yeah I played that one with my dad yeah, it was good games. it works it's a valid answer yeah fine not Christmassy um, though no, it's not particularly Christmassy, but again, it's... You don't really have a Christmassy game, do you? No, it's exactly. Just about, it's, you know, this the is family, one way you can the say The family that. come together. Stop it's, trying to act up like a little kid. Yeah. It's not Christmassy. Um, on the naughty list this year. Prick. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like a bit of charades. It's quite... Oh, good, I love charades. Good fun after a few drinks, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, so that's... that's you know, my mum wouldn't let me get the charades out the other day. Yeah, you Tried to get me. it out, and she said, we've got to wait for Christmas. Yeah. I'm all for playing it at Christmas, but let me warm up. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not really. My mum always tries to get the headbands out as well, but I can't be doing like that. Oh no, I like it's always, headbands. It's always falling off, and there are people yeah, cheating, looking in the mirrors. I, yeah, myself fine. included. I like headbands, but I, there's a different game where someone kind of plays the referee, and you go up and tell them who you want to be, and then it's uh, ba- it basically works like that, so no one can cheat. Yeah. Like VAR, it's, it's, it's like VAR. It's like VAR. Will it work? Yeah, well, it does work. It's proven. So mm, I'd like to see the proof. Take my word for it. Right, this is an interesting one. Favorite classic Christmas cracker item? When you pull that cracker, oh, what do you want to see in there? The the fish. That um, to reads your fortune. The fish tells your mood. That curls up if you're like. Whatever. I've never had that before. It's normally yeah. like a spring, isn't it? No, a it's whistle. like it's like a little <laughs> thin sheet of like. It looks like a fish, and it does different shapes when it's on your hand because like heat or something. Where do you, um, you get your Christmas crackers from? I don't know. I don't, they are, yeah, they are, and they're on a few of them. Never seen that before. Have you? No. But what's yours? Would you like to pull out your cracker? I like a little screwdriver myself. A little screwdriver, yeah. Come in I'm handy a, for the whole year round. You know, yeah, and I mean, for something that's, you know, for practicality, nail clippers. Yeah. Clip yeah. yeah <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> no, yeah, a bit of nail clipper, uh, you know, a nice little set of nail clippers or a yo-yo. Got me. Oh, yo-yo, I do like a yo-yo. I'm not very good with them, though. I wish I, wish I had more talent in the yo-yo department. Absolutely, but, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit of fun till it breaks and then you open another one. So. Yeah, crack another one. What's your technique like on Christmas crackers? Do you normally win? Yeah, I'm quite good at it. It's a trick in it if you hold it underneath. I'm better at, I'm better at a Christmas cracker win. opening than I am at name the lineup. So. Yeah. Mm. Can't be any worse. Cheers. Christmas time. It's rank. It's brilliant. I'm not leaving it at that. It's lovely. It's Christmas time is the most beautiful time of year. It's not. the most wonderful time of the year. Team of the week. Premier League predictor. Okay, this is the final Prem predictor results of the season. So going into it, Ollie had two right, I had two right, Sam was on zero. The winner from last week was Sam. Yay! His first one of the season. He, before that, he didn't have a correct score. He got two correct scores this week. <laughs> Let's Put, have it. Putting his haters Get in there. to bed. He was brilliant. He um, correctly guessed the score of the Man City and the Swansea game. Done really well. Thanks. Uh, me and Ollie got one correct score right each. But that does mean we're going to a tiebreaker. Ooh. And this is massive. This is no guess the attendance tiebreaker. This is huge. It's for a meal deal. So this is for, this is for two meal deals. Two meal deals. Unbelievable. This is, this is massive. So we're going to pass over to Alex, who's going to tell us how we're going to separate Ooh. for the meal deal. Alex, what's that? tell us the rules. Okay, well, it's quite simple. We have three questions for each of you. Okay. Best of three. I'm nervous. All right. 
Well, it's not best of three, is it? But whoever gets the most right answers. <laughs> right. There you yeah. go. I've got yourself the quiz master, but yeah. <laughs> You've done this before. All right. And the first question. Who's it for? First question is going to be for Ben. Yeah. And this question is, who has played in a Merseyside derby, a North London derby, a Manchester derby, a Tyne Weir derby, and a West London derby, all in the Premier League? Oh, that's a tough, that's one. tough question. It's indeed. He's been around. It's a really tough question. <laughs> oh, I think it's coming to mind. Uh, I got a time limit. Has he? Nah. <laughs> Just take it. Take, take a like at some point. Give Don't take the podcast. piss. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to go for. So it's uh, North London, Manchester, Merseyside, Tyne, West, and West London. Anelka. Oh, that's a oh. good shout. Anelka was close, but he didn't play in the time we're derby. The answer is Louis Saha. Louis, uh, Louis yeah. Saha. That's a good shout, though. Thank you. I wrote down Nick Barnby. <laughs> okay. Because I know he's right. played for three of them. Next question is... For me, isn't it? Yeah, right. for Ollie. Indeed. You are next out of two. Which club has scored the most goals from headers in the Premier League? Oh, God. Have you someone who's... I know this. Premier League. Um, headers. Well, I'm guessing it's going to be a team that's always been in the Prem. I'm going to go someone like... I'm going to go Everton. It's not. It's oh. Arsenal. I know it's Arsenal, enough. is it? I remember when Danny Welbeck scored the header against Leicester, they said it. Did, did, they? did they? No. I'd have got that. Fine. I had a one in six. Okay, this one is for Ben. That's tough. I'm I don't like their reaction here. They're, they're reacting by like covering their eyes. That must be hard. The lowest attendance for any Premier League oh, match oh, this is a was hey. recorded on That's the 26th brilliant. of I, I January walk out this fucking 1993 now. when just 3,039 fans attended a match at which stadium? This is bollocks. This is such a hard question. Oh, right. we, didn't, right. we didn't know it's going to fall to you. <laughs> we thought it was going to fall to him. <laughs> How am I meant to know this? All right, all right, okay. Wait, you want to know the stadium or the club? The stadium, the stadium. Not, 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 the, not the team. Well, that's harder, stadium. the stadium, that's isn't hard, it? Yeah. Mm. I think that's easier, isn't it? That's uh, question, mate. Glasgow, answer that one. How is that easier? Just name a name like small stadiums. Go on, mate. You I, don't do have I don't even know. Forget it. I'm pissed off. That's Ta- bollocks. Take a punt. I don't even know any small stadiums. I want an answer. Just name a stadium then. Just say the, the 20, you've Bristol got one in 20 chance. Well, have another because more than 20 teams play in the Premier League. Ashton Gate. No, it's uh, okay. We'll give you a clue. They play it's in the it's Premier a current League Premier League now. team. Oh, clearly. Dean Court. I know they've never played in the Premier League before, so. Well, it's Selhurst Park. Selhurst Park. Everton beat Wimbledon 3 1. Oh, a ridiculous question. Oh, <laughs> okay, so this is back to Ollie. Oh, come on, let's get this one for the lead. Which team has conceded the most goals in the Premier League? Conceded the most goals they, in the Premier League? They've conceded uh, 1,231 goals. God, it's got to be one of them yo yo teams or something. Um, I don't know. It'd be, in my head, it's going to be someone like. Would it be someone that's been in all the Prem Seas? I'm going to go Everton again. I don't know. I was thinking Newcastle, well, but... I have a lot of pleasure in telling you it's not Everton. Uh. And in fact, it is Spurs. Spurs? Spurs, well. yeah. Wow. Everton have, mm. in fact, lost the most matches in Premier League. Oh, so I wish it was that question. Is there any danger I can get a question that's actually possible? Yeah. Okay, all right. No, I think you'll be... I think you'll, you'll like this, be happy one. With this one. Okay. Who has scored the most penalties and also missed the most penalties in the Premier I think League? I know. It's the same person. Yeah, I think I know who it is, but I'm 
Have a go. Alan Shearer. Is indeed Alan oh. Shearer. There's one nil. So comes down the last one for Ollie. You can't have missed many of those, Shearer. So Ollie, you ready for this one? Tough, is it? Crunch time. Oh, Squeaky bum down. Important. It's a good question. Okay. What are Bobby Zamora and Obafemi Martins the only players to have done in the Premier League? Only players to have done in the Premier League? Yeah. Well, the only thing that Obafemi Martins has done of any importance is... And you got like the hardest shot in the prem or something. Yeah. I'm gonna go, uh, probably did. I'm guessing that's not the answer then. Um, <laughs> what do they do? What's Bobby Zamora? Um, they're the only players to have never scored at Anfield. Strikers. In fact, they're the only players to have scored penalties with both their left and their right foot. That's an unbelievable question. Uh, why do they do that? That's an unbelievable okay. question. Well, you should be celebrating. It's a really hard question. Get the meal deal. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm happy. But you, Thank you. He, had, he had two he had I want to see, yeah, yeah. yeah. see those. And one harder one. That's, a, you had had one, that's a great start. We didn't attempt to... We did. I had one easy question two hard questions. I'd say. The first one was possible, so but the second, my second one was a joke, but that third one was a pretty, pretty much a joke for him as well, so that's all right. We gave all you right. the, we gave you the, um, the tip that they were in the Premier League. I didn't well, get, I didn't get a tip. Currently, for my hard question. Yeah, but his was <laughs> the mental. attendance of a. <laughs> right. Anyway, I've claimed some dignity back with the mill deals. There you go. That's Premier League Best bits. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, as our first series comes to a close for Christmas, we are going to discuss. The best bits from our first series. What have we enjoyed the most, lads? It's been all good. But that's cliche. I've loved, it. I've loved every minute yeah. of it. I it's mean, been brilliant, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been great. I really enjoyed it. Hope um, the listeners have a well. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, name the lineup probably wasn't my I I d- wasn't my best feature this, no, this series. I enjoyed it though. I'm yeah, not a lot, but it's good. I'm, I'm gonna go name the lineup's my favourite bit. I, 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 really? I look forward to that. Yeah. Would you have acted differently had you not won it though? Um, I still enjoy myself if I win it or not. I'm just, just what about don't talk shit? Don't you love getting all your anger out? Yeah, but you can't, really, you can't really say your favourite feature is the thing you're in, as in, like, as your main bit. Like, that's yeah, well, I was about to say my championship roundup was probably my most, because I, I, was, I, was bo- I was shit at both games, at both uh, features, so, uh, yeah. But, you know, I, 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 loved, I loved getting a bit... But then, again, yeah. I loved I loved the lower league roundup. I loved the championship roundup. It's nice to be able to bring a little bit of coverage for the lower league teams for yeah. once, rather than... Yeah, I, think it's yeah, so I don't think many variety. people know what goes on in League Two unless you're no, exactly. a fan of it. So. I think it's nice that we that we cover that area. Yeah. We hope our listeners have learnt stuff. What have, what have you learnt from the series? Oh, many things. I've learnt the studio is really hot. It's really hot. It's yeah, a very yeah, hot studio. every week. Yeah. Um, Straight to your ears. Well, I've le- I've learnt you know that you know cup final teams aren't as easy to you know remember as you as, think. A lot of rotation going on. Yeah. A lot of rotation going on, yeah. So, but yeah, it's been great. Thanks, everyone. What haven't you enjoyed? Um, what, you name the lineup. Name Ollie. the lineup. <laughs> I don't know. What haven't I enjoyed? I think there's a. I haven't enjoyed Kane not being in team of the season. Don't start on that again. Uh, and yeah, I haven't enjoyed Ollie's. Sometimes bl- blabbing about Christmas as well. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's really brought it down. It's brought down the Christmas spirit a little bit. Ollie's yeah, good. Negative. I don't, I don't. I don't have Christmas spirit. I don't like Christmas. No, leave it there. It's, it's not a great way to end the Christmas finale, is no, it? No, it's not. All right. And what could be improved for I series two? What do we? What? What's it? Have you got any ideas for series two? Can you let the listeners a little sneak peek what they're this in is, for this is what come I'm January? Thinking. I want to get the fathers in. 
I'm oh, gonna get okay. my well, old man, your old man, your old man in doing a quiz, representing us maybe for a punishment. Ooh, that's I what that, I was thinking. I think that's, that's you heard it here first. Idea. Yeah, get on so, it. So plenty to look forward to. I'm talking to you, Neil. For the new year, Tony. Keith. <laughs> He's drawn the short straw with a name. Great man, but not the best name. All right, so next year it's going to be a lot more where this came from, plus more. Bigger, yeah. better than Hope ever. everyone's really enjoyed the series. Have a great Christmas. Have a great New Year. Get one Christmas. See you later. I'm just saying, uh, we're dedicating this episode to the late and great Keith Chegwin. Keith Chegwin. Cheggers. What's a legend. Cheggers. Merry Christmas, everyone. Cheers. Goodwill to all men. <laughs> it's Christmas time There's no need to be afraid At Christmas time We let in light And we banish shade And in our world Of plenty We can spread a smile of joy Throw your arms Around the world at Christmas time But say a prayer And pray for the other ones At Christmas time It's hard But when you're having fun There's a world outside your window and it's a world of dread and fear Well, the only water flowing Is the bitter sting of tears And the Christmas bells that ring there Are the clanging chimes of doom Well, tonight, thank God, it's them instead And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time The greatest gift they'll get this year is life When nothing ever grows No rain or rivers flow Do they know it's Christmas time at all Here's to you Raise a glass for everyone Here's to them Underneath that burning sun Do they know it's Christmas time at all
them know it's Christmas time again. Merry fucking Christmas, everyone. Christmas.